This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was New Parent, and our guest was Lucas Kavner. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode number 102. We're in it, Bill. 100 is like a big, exciting yep, number. Yeah, we left that behind us. We left that milestone behind us. 101 is kind of like we've turned a corner. Cruella DeVille. Is 102 whack? 102 is kind of whack. Is it just like starting all over again? 102 feels like a little bit whack. That's the second time you've used the word whack in the last like 10 minutes. You just off mic described the Oklahoma City Thunder as whack. Yeah, I guess I have a whack attack. <laughs> I feel like you're having a bit of a whack attack this morning. I apologize to the listeners of No Joke for my whack attack. <laughs> yeah, 102 is not – I mean, 102 feels – I don't know. To me, like, there is a whackness to it. Okay. Um, in that, like, it isn't 101, nor is it, like, 108, which is obviously the most desired episode number. I think what we need, really need to do in future episodes is define whack. Yeah. We're, we're really – are just throwing the word around. Yeah. If we could just clearly define – what, how would you define whack? Uh, I would define whack as, like, l- not not fully lame, but, like, on your like on your way to lame. You're on – you're on watch. We're watching. You're, you're trending watch. towards lame. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But 102, that, that passes the wax smell test to me. To me, 102 is fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the episode's going to get a lot less whack. Okay, great. Because we don't have a whack guest. No, we don't. We have a, a, bla- a black guest. <laughs> a what? <laughs> oh, wait. I'm sorry. Wait, uh, what, what, what did I just say? <laughs> what? <laughs> We have, no, we don't. Why did you say that word? Why did I say words? <laughs> Hold on. You've chosen the wrong one. Good. I'm glad you entered the conversation there, white Lucas Kavner. <laughs> always Why need to you... rhyme, Lustig. It doesn't need to rhyme, But wait, Lustig. what were you even going for? Whack and black, just like a fun rhyme, just like a fun <laughs> way to complete the rhyme. <laughs> but wait. Foolish. But Lucas Kavner, our guest today, is a Caucasian man who you've known for years. And has always been Caucasian, right? For I've never changed. I've, known you. I've never changed that about myself. <laughs> yeah. You no, just felt was... pressure to rhyme? I just wanted to just see how it felt coming out of the mouth. Fascinating. I regret it. How does it feel? Regret. 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 Today we are not going to talk about what it's like in the black experience. No, I don't think so. Um, but Lucas. I could do my best. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we could all try. <laughs> Let's not. Um, Lucas, you've uh, had some big news happen in the past couple of months. Oh, yes, yes. that's right. Uh, I've uh, pushed out, not myself, but you through helped. my assistance, vague <laughs> assistance. Yeah, I had a baby. I had a human child baby. <laughs> Congrats. Congratulations. Um, He's a a baby child. We're all in our mid-30s, and so that's on everyone's mind. That's Mm -hmm. like a conversation that all of our friends are having now. Yes. Um, And our listeners generally skew a little younger than us, but it seems like a really good conversation to kind of like hear from somebody who's experienced it to a certain extent. Yeah. I think it's something that we all – everybody has an opinion on it. Everybody uh, offers their opinion on it constantly. I bet. That is so – Strangers are more willing to talk about, I think, parenthood with you than any other topic. Why do you think that is? I don't know. It's an interesting thing. It's also like when my wife, Aubrey, was pregnant, it was just the the audacity of strangers (laughs) was shocking. Can I touch Uh, your body? Let me just put my both my hands on your body. It was just like you're just at Target and it's just like (laughs) – like so, what's the name? When is it due? Like, just like, I guess it's the just lack the, of privacy. Yeah, yeah. right. It just I guess feels it's, like, just, right. it's an international assumed thing that we're all just allowed to answer every single question about the the yes. baby. Or right, right, right. It's interesting. It is thing. funny though because I do kind of get it 
just as not apparent, but just I can imagine how like fully intrusive it is just to, like be Aubrey in Target and just like have strangers gawking and asking. But also it's and like touching and touching. That's touching, like yeah. way beyond the pale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine <laughs> just someone unborn- coming up to you at Target. You're allowed to slap them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. their arm, their hand, whatever you need to slap. Yeah, you've like a clear yeah. Yes, yeah. but I do kind of like get the primal sort of like evolutionary thing of like we are a human like all of us are the one collective human organism that is the human race like you have another one let me meet it yeah yeah exactly (laughs) right we were just in mexico um partially due to adam's wonderful recommendations of a restaurant that we attended oh in todos yeah todos santos yeah and uh multiple people just came up and went uh can i yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and asked for the baby. And what do you say? And then the first time we were like, uh, oh, oh, sure, sure. Because we didn't know sure, what. Sure, you can have it. <laughs> yeah. You and then just, she, you know, these people would take the baby and just take a walk. And <laughs> come on. Aubrey was come like, on, should I walk with them? With them? Yeah. Like, yeah, you should probably follow that person. <laughs> right. With our child. <laughs> but it happened three times. We were also like at a restaurant and the waiter was like, can I? <laughs> And like, did you just... learn your lesson? I guess is the question. What <laughs> well, did you did. say this time? We well, the second time we were more eager. We're like, oh, they literally just want to hold yes. the baby. Yeah. And so you said, and so we said, sure, sure. sure. And then the baby inevitably was like, all right. And, and that was just... the last time Lucas and Aubrey saw. Yeah, yeah the baby, baby. Gone. exactly. So now we're looking for our baby. So now we're looking for. Um, it's the first scene. act of the No Joke Podcast. I mean, this act. We like to talk about our previous experiences with it. Did you have a plan? Like, did you know that at, like, this age or something? Mm-hmm. Like, how long in advance did you start? Not at all. I would have waited. <laughs> really? That feels like a very male response. Yeah, I think every – well, I also think everyone is – as multiple older fathers have said, mm-hmm. is like, you're not – you're never going to be, I guess, red. No, no one's ever like, yeah. this is the time right. I have slotted for the baby, and <laughs> right. it has worked out right. exactly yes. as I'm fully as mature. All my insecurities have waned. Because yeah. uh, I'm mentally healthy. I come from a family that hasn't really put a lot of, um, like, really direct pressure right. on Marina and I to be like, when are you having the baby? Right, right, right. But that's, like, a very real thing yes. for people. I haven't experienced it directly. You but... also have an older sister with two kids. Got it. Oh. So that, like, is a little bit of that's, a little bit of a And they're really good kids. They're sweet freaking kids really good They're kids which is kids. like yeah. <laughs> if they were below average you'd be like maybe we can get They're pretty Now we need to replace those shitty kids with better <laughs> yeah. kids. I yes. know. But it's like a, I, I sympathize for people who probably experience that and have to rush to decisions. Oh, yeah. you, you yes. know, the very forces. first time my mother was alone with Aubrey well, I walked to the bathroom. How long? I remember it was like the first this? dinner, like before we got married, yeah. like we were engaged I think <laughs> and it was like the first time. 2004 had... something like that? Five? No, way later than uh, – Oh, I'm sorry. It's 2017. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. 2009 right now. It was 1987. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> so, um, no, uh, like I had gone to the bathroom and like my mom was like, so what are you thinking about children? And no was, like, this, way. It was just like – it was like a, if it was a sitcom or something because I had yeah. literally just walked out for, of the room for like it a second. One grief. Yeah. I oh. mean I think when you don't have any – yeah, it helps if like an older sibling has them. But yeah. if, like both – and I like for, we both have younger siblings, right. so uh-huh. we we're like, oh, pressure's on. Pressure is on. Right, right. But how did Aubrey? We've... How does? I don't mean to be rude, but how no. does Aubrey react to that when she's like, she's like, oh, we'll see. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, we're thinking about. We're you know, thinking we want to do it. It's just soon. Hedge, 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 hedge. hedge, 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 hedge. By time, by time, by time. Real. So so real. But also, Aubrey is a, a bit older than I. Okay. So she. So we did have the the added like because right. you know you're a 
when you're technically of a certain age, you become a geriatric pregnancy. Yeah, that's the like real term. The Over thirty five. Thirty five. Geriatric. That's geriatric. That hurts. The word geriatric. That sounds like the Cavalot age. Geriatric. Thirty five. The medieval times. Thirty five is geriatric. Thirty five. You become an old dying person, which is also when you can first become president. Right. That's right. Thirty five. Exactly. When you become an old dying. person. Is it that? Yeah. Geriatric though. They got to change that word. Yeah. Really. Not kind. So judgmental. Yeah. Also, Janet Jackson, what was she, 50 just had a baby? Yep. Double? She's, she's dead. She's technically she's a dead, dead person. Who <laughs> yeah. had a baby That's called a zombie birth. birth. Yes. Yeah. Janet Jackson the first a zombie, zombie birth, birth in yes, America. Exactly. Right, right. So your parents, Billy, don't put, they don't put pressure on you. They don't say, well, so No, they're new. very respectful of my choices. That's right. Just in general. Yeah. They're just like, happy to have a nice phone call with me. I think. Yes. I mean, behind the scenes, who knows what's going yes, on. Yes, exactly. But I, but. You, you don't know the shit your parents yeah. are talking about. But no, I haven't gotten a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um. Not really. Both my parents and Maggie's mom, Ruth, are fairly chill about like sort of like baby poking. They Mm -hmm. both – all three of them clearly are aching for a grandchild. Is there any way that it sneaks out? Does it sneak out? Oh, it's barely a sneak. Oh, it's barely a sneak? Barely a sneak. Ruth at one point a few weeks ago came down with some of Maggie's baby clothes and just sort of like (laughs) sadly plopped them on the table and said, well, I guess we'll be getting rid of these. (laughs) Stop it. So like, yeah, it's sneaking out. But they know you eventually probably want the children. I am the one that wants it more than more than. But there's a different sentence she could say. Hey, do you guys think you'd ever want me to keep these? Yeah. Exactly. I guess just we'll get, like little... she like lights the fireplace. Yeah. I guess we'll be burning <laughs> these. Now. You both stare at the match burned out. <laughs> that's right. Will you blow it out, Adam? Exactly. Will you? Oh, that's exactly. so funny. But I want a baby so bad. Yeah, right. Oh, I want a baby so bad, Lucas. You're like oh a my little. Gosh. That's why, like to me personally, it's inspiring and enlightening and illuminating to have peers whom I love and respect. You and Matt Hobby, previous podcast guest, also yeah. new dad. To, like, see peers and, like, well, if Lucas can do it, like, here's how Lucas is doing it. Okay. Yeah, it's like same. a direct t- tutorial. Did you always know you wanted, wanted uh, the, yeah, the kids, want, the babies? Yeah. yeah. I got, a, like, a soft, gooey center, like a, fa- a sentimental family man center in here. Absolutely. That, like, I just can't get away from. Yeah. I just want kids. Same. Almost more than anything else. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's can I have yours, Lucas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can, can I? I? <laughs> can I? Yeah. But it is nice. It's like for our for any group of friends, yeah. you know, there always needs to be the friends that do it first. You know, mm-hmm. whether like it, like a large thing for all of us was just moving to Los Angeles. I know. Like it was always on the, like, the back of everyone's mind. But then a few people started doing it. The and pioneers. It just, if you, now you everyone's have, doing it. You know, exactly. and that's yeah. it feels like that's like going to be the baby trend too. That's right. Where it's like there's a few brave pioneers who step up to the plate. Exactly. And it like makes us like – it provides more clarity for me yes. when I see it. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Yes. This can be done. Yes. Yeah. You can do this and survive. Yeah. Um, your baby's name is Arlo. Mm-hmm. That is your son's name. How that did you come name. to Arlo? Uh, weirdly, it was – you know, you were just – there's like – we had this list. Everybody yeah. had, makes the list. Yes. And then my big test was the sort of um, playground scream. Yeah. Okay. What do you? Arlo. It was like imagine being like Silas. Good call. You know, <laughs> like good litmus test, Lucas. That's Kavner. just number one. Good litmus test. Because that was the scream. You just the, the any tinge of embarrassment of screaming a name. Yeah. Yo. But boys' names are harder than girls' names. Why? Because I think girls' names you can be a little bit more like a a, a cute unique name yes. is more pal- like. Uh-huh. Palatable Got with a, a girl. Also, a girl can have a boy's name and it's fun. Charlie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Rex. Um, boys, yeah. like, if it's, like, sweet or pretentious, it's just, like, he Allison. sort of have a slight cringe. Yeah. Allison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Karen uh, is just tough like, for a guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just Karen just doesn't, like, yes. hit for a guy. He's one of my best friends. Um, but yeah. you guys knew that. Did you, did you guys agree in advance that you knew you want to know the gender? 
Uh, yes. Okay. I yeah. know, Matt, because our friend Matt Hobby yeah. did the, a lot of people I know have done that. Our friend Chris Roberti yeah. went surprise. Right. I don't get the surprise. It's already stressful enough. <laughs> Marina planning. wants the surprise. I need really? all the information I can get at yes. all times about everything. Get I think I would want the info. I think I would want the info. It brings You're me already... a sense of comfort. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Information brings me comfort. You're like, this whole thing is unknown. Yes. I can plan. Totally. <laughs> right. It's just like, you want another thing oh. you're not prepared for. <laughs> yeah. To just be like, oh, but, here's another thing I the counter argument is this is the biggest surprise of your life. Yes. That's do you true. want to do experience the biggest surprise of your but life? But is the stress of not knowing right. enough for that one sweet moment of surprise? <laughs> right. That like will last five minutes. <laughs> right, right. And right. then the stress all comes back yeah. anyway. So practical. Has Maggie so mentioned know. if she would want a surprise or not? We want to know. We would want to know. Everybody I, wants the info. I don't think that's a surprise that like to us it, I don't think it, it doesn't seem worth it. But okay. even if you're not surprised in the moment, like the the amount of advice we got to be like, you bet. You find out the gender and you put it in an envelope and then you give it to the baker of the cake uh, at the baby shower and true. they know the gender and then they dye the cake a certain color and you it's cut true. the cake and the cake is blue to and it's a boy. Like deeply surreal that a random baker at an Albertsons would know that <laughs> more of your child but you don't know yeah. it. Our we told friend- Tony at Kroger <laughs> first. He spoils it somehow. Yeah, exactly. you know, it's like, like our mutual friend Jared, I asked him, he just had a child yeah. a year ago or so yeah. and um, I was like did you find out the gender in advance and his answer was yes we really wanted to know and when I asked why he said because we didn't want to call it it for nine months yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly well, yeah, that's better too you know it's like you can at least oh, say man. he or she when it's in the stomach but yes. like just being like how's it doing he's like we just didn't want to say it which I get yes yeah. exactly Arlo just became the one name that didn't annoy us by the end yeah I think that's just the key and we then can, it's let's hope that that's the same experience with your son yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was the child that just didn't yeah. annoy us in the end yeah that's it um, there weren't any uh, Arlo's a now there's for some reason it's in like some weird zeitgeist you're on the that you're like on the razor's mark, edge mark we play basketball yeah. with has an arlo son whoa and then someone else we know had a girl arlo really that wow. i that had never been done that Pretty. i know of but that's uh cool. that's the equivalent of the yeah. karen boy exactly i know you're a trendsetter lou yeah we're studying this arlo trend great yeah. <laughs> but except not because there were others before <laughs> that we didn't know about guthrie is the only one i can and guthrie, yeah, that's, yeah. Um, that's a good segue yeah. we have to play a song in the first act break oh, oh. Right. do we want it to be an arlo guthrie song or is there a more baby friendly song maybe wheels on the bus Maybe Arlo, Arlo Guthrie's Wheels on the Bus. Yes, did Arlo yeah. Guthrie cover <laughs> Wheels on the Bus? There's also Amy Grant's Baby Baby. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Are we familiar with Amy Grant's Baby Baby, Lucas? No, let, let's hear that. Are you sure? Yeah, should we hear Amy Grant's you Baby You want to learn about Amy Grant's Baby Baby? Is she the religious singer? I think I, I learned about this. religiously inclined. I learned about this during the Christian Rock episode that's with right, Jen Tullock. With Jen Tullock. She yes. broke the news that Amy Grant is, in fact, almost psychotically religious. 50, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 50 episodes later, you're going to hear Amy Grant right <laughs> now. Great. This is Baby Baby.
Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. That was Amy Grant's Baby Baby. A second that emotion. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Now, she's out of the music-making game, as far as we know. Okay. We don't know. I don't know. We definitely don't know. We would have we to have check no idea. <laughs> yeah. We would have to check the Amy Grant Wikipedia page. <laughs> good segue, Bill. Segway. <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. Nice. We now have a Wikipedia page. Yeah, this is thrilling for us. Uh, oh. We just want to thank the listeners who really stepped up and answered our direct request, our shameless direct Jack- request. Specifically, Jack Callahan. Thank you, Jack. He put in all of the work. Thank you very much. That's a great name. He's yeah, really. like a, a PI. Yes, exactly. great name. Here's his handle, his great. Twitter handle: basketball six eight five eight nine. Nice so basketball six five eight. Two great names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jack Callahan and Classic. follow him at basketball. Great word. Yeah, yeah really. Great word. Give me a noun in some numbers. Good word. Start. Six eight five eight nine. Perfect. Great. He numbers. made us the Wikipedia. Page. Thank you, Jack. Um, it's pretty thorough, guys. Super thorough. If you go I to learned Wiki- a lot about us. If you go, <laughs> me too. <laughs> you go to Wikipedia and type in No Joke Podcast. It has all sorts. It talk, talks about our act breaks. It talks about our social media campaigns, yes. including politicians with a pony. Oh, that's right. We also just Lucas to catch you up. We mm-hmm. talked about if a politician could make it in politics with a pony, a male politician with a ponytail, if there a was sort of a, with a ponytail hairstyle, if yeah. there was a ceiling yeah. for politicians with ponytails, if they could ascend to, say, the presidency. Right. I don't oh. know what you – And Luke I think is, absolutely not. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> were you split on this? No. no. We were not split. <laughs> the agreement was that if uh, the listeners of no, no Joke could identify 10 current politicians with a pony – uh, and send us pictures of them, Adam would grow a rat tail. They had one month to provide us with ten, and we got like six. And they were yeah. all Canadian. Yeah, sure. We definitely kept expanding. <laughs> They're all Canadian, every one of them. Uh, but the Wikipedia page reminded us of that. There's a whole other section called gifts. Yeah, Around got... episode 90, Billy and Adam began asking the listeners for gifts of various kinds. Shamelessly. Billy asked for more Instagram followers, and Adam asked for a lifetime supply of khakis from J. Crew. Other gifts have included a fire starter, a Moana toy, a pair of pajama pants from J. Crew, per yeah. Adam's request. That's right. They've also asked for yarn, thumbtacks, a corkboard. All of which we've got. And a corkboard in order to make a mind map of concepts related to a certain Canadian pop music icon. Carly Rae Jepsen. Next section, Carly Rae Jepsen. Huge part of our oeuvre. Has her own section on your Wikipedia page? We've become an unofficial Carly Rae Jepsen podcast, but that is just such a treat. Thank you, Jack, so much. It really does mean the world to us. We're legitimate. We made it. And if you guys are wiki heads out there, I saw Carly Rae Jepsen once at a Pret-a-Manger in New York City. Stop. Rewind. Rewind. Walk us through. Right around Call Me. Well, she was on Broadway at the time. Um, That's why, because I was like, is she doing, why is she here? Uh, but she was doing, I think she was uh, in a Broadway show. She was show. like the stunt cast of But something. I was at a Pret-a-Manger yes, you were ready in to Midtown eat. Manhattan. Yeah. Was yes, she hovering were. like two feet off the ground she with a glow around her? Yeah, and she was singing her, her songs. <laughs> all of them. Oh, so weird. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. You recognized her on site, honestly? Yeah, she's pretty recognizable. Yeah, I guess she is. Yeah. And I had just seen that, I had seen the video, like it was like right after, yes. I think, if I remember correctly. Yes. Call Me Maybe? Uh, Call Me Maybe video was like with a, the lawnmower guy yes, and yes, she's yes. Lo- lusting for uh-huh, him yes. uh-huh. mm-hmm. and uh, I had seen that would yes. you say that Carly Rae Jepsen was approachable um, based on what you saw in the room well we spoke for three <laughs> hours I learned everything about her she seemed great she seemed very nice she seemed like a normal nice yeah. I mean she was at a Pret-a-Manger oh, yes exactly that's not the, the a store of the for those who don't know Pret-a-Manger is like the Aubon Pan of very much New so. York. These very are both much. very fancy yeah. words, though. <laughs> I know. It's hard to make it like knows a color when it's next to like Aubon Bodega. Aubon Pain. Aubon Pain. Right. The I guess Panera is the equivalent yes. of the okay, that's blue good. collar that's equivalent. That's but Panera is the same quality. Yes. Right. But Pret a Manger, Aubon Pain. Aubon Pain. You're not getting my friends from Long Island into Pret a Manger easy. They're going to be like, you're not going to get a real bacon, egg, and cheese at Pret a Manger. Aubon Pain is in like. 
uh, the Port Authority. Yes, exactly. If someone just started listening to the podcast now, they'd think that we're all having strokes. It's the second act of the No Joke Podcast, and in this act, we like to talk about our present lives with the topic, and the topic is being a new parent. Brand new parent. Lucas, um, just off mic before we started, you had your first babysitter experience. Yes. And I'm sure there's a lot, you're just like breaking new grounds in terms of like first this as a dad, first this mm-hmm. as a dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, babysitter was a big one because yes. you're scared to leave. Yes. Yeah. Um, we had had friends like come for like an hour, but this yeah. was like the first time we were like, we're leaving the house and this person we do not know. A service? Is going to, yes. Is there like, how do you pay. find a service from a friend who's done it before? It was a friend of a, it, yeah, mm-hmm. it was just friends recommending yep. people. There's also like boards. It was just, it's, it is weird to just be like, go on babysitters of Los Angeles and just bring a strange person to your house. <laughs> right. <laughs> is there like a star strange. system like Uber where it's like people get like yeah. rated and stuff oh, like that? I don't know if there's, star- I think there's just people with reviews. There's definitely like people with reviews okay. it's like dog walking but for babysitting but okay. there's like also there's all these there's a fascinating world of uh of facebook groups are very big in yes. parents circles yes. here mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. like a babies parents moms facebook groups yes. are huge and they're yes. here would you say they're helpful amazingly helpful yes cool and like you know Aubrey like post a thing and like gets millions of responses people are very it's very personal stuff cool. like, but like Facebook groups and such a strong network it's nice to hear yeah. that there's like some sort of bright light shining out of Facebook yeah, that's right you know, yeah, it's I know like, seriously it's like it my first my, yeah. my feeling my gut feeling when I open up the Facebook webpage is why am I here why am yeah, I here, why am I here? Okay. like literally every time oh, what God, am okay. I what is the best possible outcome of me mm-hmm. coming on this website I can't like what is like yeah really like what am I why I don't desire this. Best no. case scenario, best case scenario, mindless scroll. Worst case scenario, existential despair. Right. Yes. That seems yes. to be the range. Yeah. <laughs> about a month ago, sorry to get off babies for please. a second, no, but please. about a month ago, uh, I bought a few Litecoin and a, a piece of a Bitcoin. Like mm. I'm, I'm 45 days. What's ago a Litecoin? Another a, one. It's another one of these cryptocurrencies. Oh, okay. Billy's big into crypto, by the way. Oh I'm yeah. Huge crypto guy. Great. Love <laughs> how much Bitcoin you got? Uh, I have about 400 million dollars worth right Stop. now. <laughs> I bought in when it was 16 cents. <laughs> Um, Smart. Um, Smart. No, I have two cents on the dollar of every Bitcoin, Great. which cost me like maybe two hundred dollars, and you know it's up maybe like a thousand in a month. I mean, it's that's, the future. That's question legit. Mark? It, it, it's yeah, yeah. the future. Question I mean, mark. Could, yeah, you can wake up tomorrow and it's bottomed out or whatever. The reason right. why I bring it up is because it's been this like there's all these graphs of like the price going up and the price going yeah. down to the second, and there's so much like downtime and where you just like go on Twitter or you go on Facebook and you're like, what am I expecting to? Right. I've replaced all of that like toxic conversation with graphs, graphs. about imaginary <laughs> coins, and <laughs> it rules. <laughs> and I'm so Facebook. much happier. <laughs> yeah. Can that? you just look at the graphs without Facebook? Well, no, no Facebook. I'm saying I don't go on oh. Facebook anymore, oh. and I like don't really graphs. tweet anymore. I'm just watching these dumb graphs of imaginary <laughs> coins go graphs. up and down, and I'm like, this is what I was. This is what. <laughs> I was. What the internet's for. This I don't is need why. opinions. This I need hard better. numbers. Yeah. No, Facebook is bad. Yeah. It's it, time for everyone to get off that. Right. Why are like I feel like it's just been a matter of time, but now everyone it's like a it's like a physical sigh I know. to click on it. <laughs> I know. Right. It's also it like who are you? Yes. Have your social media habits changed since being a parent? I imagine you have so much less time. Yeah, less time. It's also just like you you also have to maximize the time you're given in every capacity, where yeah. whether it's work or just like things you have to get done like they fall asleep you have like an hour mm. and i've been at where we just i just finished working so i've i've been off now oh yeah we haven't given him weeks. any sort of introduction yeah, lucas was oh, do you re- usually have to do that he writing said, well he said black and it threw oh. the <laughs> introduction really the thing only off. and nobody knows me. who i am <laughs> right 
Jesus. I could be anyone. Well, Lucas is uh, a actor and a writer and a playwright and a wild talent who writes for the Jim Jeffrey Show on Comedy Central and Good. has had many plays produced all over the country and yes. did a play once with the music of John Mellencamp <laughs> yes. and has lived a wild and wonderful textured life. Okay, good. Thank you so much. That was good. <laughs> and so you're saying you capitalize on your hours and like yes. you just got off writing on yeah, the Jim so Jeffrey Show. Yeah, so I just show. finished yeah. writing on the show. Yeah. We're off for a few months, so now I'm home. Aubrey had been doing it uh, solo parenting for a, a bit during mm-hmm. the days. I had just been leaving yeah. to yeah. work. Um, yeah. But I'm back now. So now it's like, so, you know, we switch off a couple hours, she'll go, but it's like the baby goes to sleep and you have like, this is my hour and a yeah. half right. to do everything yes. that I need to do. Yes. What is what is something that you do in that hour and a half? You like just frantically, cl- you wash your body. Yeah, <laughs> right. Cause, Primal first. Because the, 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 morning, the morning shower has been ruined. <laughs> is that no longer there? No, because we're now switching off the morning. Because neither, that's the other part. I don't know if Maggie or... Uh, um, Marina are, are morning people. Okay. Maggie, definitely. Um, yeah. I, neither of us yeah. were at all, and it helps if one of you would be because yeah. you want to do the 5.30 a.m. That's wake right. Up. You're already there. Yeah. Because yeah. um, now it's like we're switching off every other day. It's like you wake up at the – you do the 5.30, yeah. 6, wake up, which yep. is not uh, – that's not, not the best. No. Yeah, yeah. That's like the, the one airport trip a month you take right. and you're like yes. tired for three Good. days. Well yeah. said. That you now yeah. do every day. Three days. Well said. That's you know? a huge element. I watched my sister yeah. raise her two kids and sleep. Well, is like the thing that, that just like permeates the whole like first year of raising a child. It's the biggest child. thing. Yeah. Number one. That's it the is, thing is I'm, the sleep, that, that yeah. I'm most afraid of. Sleep quote, deprivation. Quote, afraid of. Sleep it's deprivation. like losing my mind from fatigue. Do you, you find do. yourself in a dreamlike mind. state throughout the day? I just or find... Or do you find like can you tighten up? No, I can't. And it's also like you can't concentrate yeah. great. Right. And also like you're not sleep like, you know, they all say, you know, you say the, the REM sleep, the deep sleep yes. is the most important sleep. Right. Yes. That's gone. The, you're gone. not getting that deep sleep. And like it never to Now return. you're just looking no. for junk <laughs> sleep. Now you wake up <laughs> just, at, just at, at, at random hours. <laughs> you're looking for the accidental fall asleep at 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. for 20 minutes. Right. That's sweet. Right. <laughs> I mean truly sleep number one over all yeah. things. Yep. Life change day. That, yes, really, that yes. was the biggest thing that changed. Number one for that first year, especially. And you heard that, I'm sure, as you were leading up yes. to the pregnancy, people were like, you're sleep? Like, you're going to be tired. You're going to be tired. Everyone's like, you're going to be so tired. Does it match like, the uh, threats that they tossed out to you? Are you like, it matches right. it, but it's a deeper philosophical, <laughs> existential no sleep. Because you're spiritually exhausted. Because it is just so you. in your bones, <laughs> It's man. you, right. It's like fucking bone Do you tired. remember that feeling when you would have a sleepover with your friends and stay up the whole night and then that next yeah. day you're like I don't know if I'm real. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Yeah. Like you're just like you're just like doing anything there's like a glaze. Yeah. Mm, well that's why that like, like I am I am really I admire and I'm mystified by your mental faculties to even like go, like have a baby and then go to a writer's room and be mentally present and, and play like, basketball be normal. on Saturdays yeah, and like Lucas, be a competent basketball how do you player. Do, yeah. How are you sitting here right now with us? I don't know. I'm asleep right now. Yeah. Right, it's, it's like, right, a walking but, uh, zombie. No, the uh, the working was really, like when you go back to work. That yeah. was like there was like a month where I was literally like at lunch. Everyone was like, "We're gonna go out to the thing." And I'm like, "I'm gonna stay up here," and I'd literally just Sleep, lay down out. on the couch. Of be course, real, because you real. gotta do it. Of yes, course, gotta do it. Of gotta course. just lay down. Sometimes you just gotta thought. lay yes. down. Were there other new parents in the writers' room? 
There was so the head weirdly, and I'm not. I I always thought I'm like not. I'm like one of the younger ones yeah. in the room, and like I was also the first one to have a baby. Wow, so I was like that's ah, right for comedy writers. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But our, our our head writer had a baby yeah. right after we did, so he was he was understanding, Under, and yeah. the the uh, executive producer had two kids already. Yeah, Does but he his advice met? was always like, it's great, it's great, it's, it's way easier than everyone says. It's not even a problem. Uh, it's not even a problem. And then I met his wife at the rap party. She's like. We're so tired. Everything's so hard. Yeah, like, that's it's such like, a producer. You've yeah. been a liar. That's fine, such a producer. Yeah, Say yeah. what they need to hear. It's fine. Yeah. Just tell them what they need to hear. Yeah, tell them what they need to hear. Yeah, right. exactly. Because other people were like sitting me down and being like, it's going to change. Everything's going to change. Yeah. But he was the first one who was like, it's not, it's not a problem. It's, it's easy. Fine. And how and old it's is somewhere Arlo? between those things. Arlo's how old? Four then? months. Four yeah. months. Yeah, Does four it feel months. like four months? Yeah, because they have a, a sleep regression at four months when they, oh, they start right. to teeth. Nice, and you find, and then the sleep that you've gotten them to do, and you're happy, like, oh, he's starting to sleep well, and then they're like, nope, Psych, rug Dad. out from under yep. you. Now they don't sleep; they sleep worse than okay. they did for just the a sequel. period of time. It gets harder now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. worse. Not wow. sleeping too. Even yeah. Less so that sleep. last four minutes of us talking about sleep deprivation, uh, that was the calm before the storm. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Cool. Now Neat. it gets Neat. bad again, <laughs> and then apparently it gets bad again at another certain time Ooh. after you because you keep having to do there's you know there's so many tactics you can use there's sure. like yes. the weaning method and the train method sure. and yes. the sure. thing and you just have to pick which ones work and yes. a lot of it is just it's just about like you know when you go in at night and yes. you put in the pacifier yes. and like when you stand and like just watch them cry yes. and yep. then when you enter oh, that's and probably like, not yes. easy I'm sure I've mentioned this on the podcast one of my favorite episodes of television the Mad About You bottle episode where Paul and Jamie new parents the first night of them not going to comfort their crying baby and they sit outside the bedroom door the entire night sounds brutal oh, wow and, and that's the whole sound. episode just the distant sounds of cries you ju- they're right on the other side of the door and they're just like should we go when we want to we want to we can't we can't we can't <laughs> oh. like that episode that's the <laughs> It's a comedy. Yeah, 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 it's a comedy. The other thing is that the cries, because you have the monitor, Dale, so you're listening to the cry through the door, and then the monitor has the cry, so it's yeah. like, wah, wah, it's stereo. Wah, wah. It's in stereo. <laughs> God, we're the delay. It's just echoed well, we Pink s- Floyd. <laughs> we said that uh, a bunch of our listeners are a few years younger than us. I think we've successfully scared them away. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, we're putting a but it's in the great. They're here. so cute. No, yes, of course. On. You know, we that, haven't talked about the good, the but the good is there. Birthday. We'll start the yeah. third act talking about the great. 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 We'll go into a quick ad read. We'll come back with the final conclusive act of this The No Joke podcast. The No Joke Podcast would like to thank HelloFresh. What is HelloFresh? HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers your favorite step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. HelloFresh offers a wide variety of chef-curated recipes that change weekly. You have three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family. Classic is the variety of meat, fish, and seasonal produce. Veggie is, of course, vegetarian recipes with plant-based proteins, grains, and seasonal produce. And family is quick and easy meals with all the yum-worthy flavor the whole family will love. And you can choose your delivery day for when it works best for your busy schedule. May I recommend Wednesday? Uh, pause your account for weeks at a time when you're out of town. All the ingredients come pre-measured in handy, labeled meal kits so you know which ingredients go with which recipe. And it's delivered right to your door in recyclable, insulated packaging. And the best part is it's so simple mm-hmm. and so quick. You won't spend all night in the kitchen because recipes only take around 30 minutes. There's lots of one-pot recipes for seriously speedy cooking and minimal cleanup. Mm-hmm. And each week, there's a 20-minute meal on the classic menu for when you really don't have more time than that. Mm-hmm. And like me, I coach women's basketball 
baseball team and I usually get home from work and then I have to go to the gym, That's right, I don't have much time. HelloFresh makes it so easy to just take out the ingredients, have the recipe, and hammer it out. Eat it. Done. Delicious. And here's a special deal for listeners of No Joke. For $30 off of your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code NOJOKE30. So once again, you go to HelloFresh.com, enter the code NOJOKE30, and you'll get 30 bucks off your first week, which is pretty cool. Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. This is Act 3. Today we are talking to esteemed father, Lucas Kavner. That's right. Um, and Lucas, you just went to Mexico with Arlo. Mm-hmm. And Arlo has now been on multiple flights. That's I feel right. like he's been to both San Francisco and Mexico. Good. And if time. I remember correctly, he's going with Aubrey back east. This kid is more well-traveled than half of my friends. Exactly. I didn't leave the country till I was 24. Seriously. <laughs> this is like... <laughs> 24 yeah. weeks, not yeah. even. 24 weeks. Are you afraid yeah. that you're spoiling him with worldliness? Yeah, we're giving him too much culture, man. <laughs> right, right. Culture he will not remember. I don't remember anything from before I was four. Yeah. That's a good call. Do you guys have first memories? Like literally like a first thing, like even standing under a table? I think you know bath I mean? toy. Uh, like that's one of those like uh-huh. water goes through the yeah, thing and I you flip being in the, the windmill deal. I that's remember that. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah. Do you? I have like vague wallpaper memories of like the wallpaper of my of my childhood home. Like, that makes we sense. Moved. Just like the ships on the wallpaper and the visceral feeling of like being crawling on the carpet looking at the yep. wallpaper. I yeah, remember I had a I had a thing um I because I, I grew up in LA till I was twelve and then right. I moved um away but I went back to the house that my first oh. apartment building wow. in LA when which I remember as a child being cavernous yeah right and like getting lost right. in these like halls and these winding weird yep and I went back and it's just a fucking apartment have I you know. been to your elementary schools the water fountains are up to your shins yeah. <laughs> your shins so small. Yeah. The, the whole thing is so much yes. smaller than you remember it not to be like too like whoa about it but it is a trip that Arlo will like remember your apartment you know like mm-hmm. your and Aubrey's apartment as like he has developed his brain is forming I was developing these like flickerings of proto yeah. memories yeah. that are like my dad does did podcast i kind of remember his voice on a podcast kind of i remember like, him going to a podcast yeah, and then leaving that. the house yeah. episode 102 and <laughs> yeah. the topic of the episode was yeah <laughs> but maggie always talks about that it's like you never know like you never know as a parent like you never know what's gonna stick it's like you throw you like you parent your child and like you throw all of your pros and cons and philosophies and like all your parenting tactics but you don't it's hard to say what arlo is what's going to seep through to arlo's consciousness right. yeah we have no idea no idea what's yeah. he going to remember what's yeah. he going to care about yeah right like right now i'm forcing him to be an archaeologist I'm forcing how's that going he, he does not like well. it. <laughs> don't know why i just picked that i had this brown hat and i put it on him <laughs> be an archaeologist yeah. find the bones showed him all indiana jones movies that's, that's right. all i got that's um right. it's the third act of the no joke podcast in this we like to talk about the future of being young dads Pressure's on us, Adam. I think yeah, you I think guys. This is about you guys. We want – I want to be a dad. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. Here's the thing. A lot of parents or, or people our age will start with a dog. Yeah. You started with a dog, right? Started with a dog. A shared responsibility. You have to keep a thing alive outside of you. Some other people will start with plants. Yep. And if plants were any example, me and Marina would be the worst parent. <laughs> we killed two gardens and almost all of our plants. Good night. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. plants are hard, though. Because it's hard to care. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they don't lick you. And they right. don't cry when they're hungry. Also, they're so all different. To... Like, you don't know. You can overwater. You can underwater. Thank you, exactly. Dogs, exactly. you just feed. They all eat the food. They, and they all the drink food. the water. They don't know any better. Do you, would you guys need a dog or some sort of uh, first step before? We've had, we've, we have plants. We maintain our plants to varying degrees of success. Some have died violent, horrible deaths. Yes. Others. They should uh, hang out with my plants. They should hang out with your dead plants. Right. But others, we, we maintain, okay, I'm just, I just like 
feel such a strong <laughs> uh, parental instinct in my bones. I just yeah. know that it's like what I, I, I feel confident. Maybe this is the maybe this is classic pre-paternal hubris. I don't know. But I feel like I'm made I feel like I'm made for daddom. I just can't I, I feel like you I'm are made, made for, for dad. Agreed. I like, yes. Agreed. I, I feel like if anyone it. was made for daddom, <laughs> it's Adam Lust. Daddom Lustig. Daddom Lustig. But I do get spooked up by the sleep though. It's like if I'm one night without sleep, I'm kooky. Like you said, sure. kooky the next day. Right. So like years without sleep. But I the thing that, how that will affect my but I think it's just a year. Like I right. think the second exactly. year, for the yeah. most, but there's some hiccups and a thing. But it's just the it's the broken up sleep. Yeah, and it's the like crazy early. You don't know what you're getting. Yeah, dude. right. And the thing why I feel comfortable saying that I also like feel ready for it as well yeah. is that I also have like accomplished a lot of like long term planning mm-hmm. and seeing it through. Mm-hmm. Where it's like the pregnancy, nine months. Right. That's like a like a a chunk of time where things need to go right and it's going to yep. be hard but yep. you're going to have to work through that yep. and then the first year is the sleep patterns and stuff and again it's going to be another hard year but like you got like chunk past that you give it like chapters yeah if you think of it like chapters it's like oh, okay I've seen a lot of my friends do it now I feel mm-hmm. like I'm ready to do it now mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a comforting thing to at least like start breaking it down and not just seeing it as a huge broad like baby how? Yes. Yeah. and honestly the biggest thing for me just to repeat myself is like the pra- practical friend Lucas and Matt like doing it observing my f- normal friend Lucas be right. alert and aware and play basketball and do podcasts and go work your right. life and goes have on. a kid your life goes on yeah life Adam, goes on have you ever been uh, the first of our friend group to do something that has like kind of been like oh we should all lose like, my hair Oh, uh, I think that's I was pretty good <laughs> by um, by years. That's good. Year, yeah. By <laughs> years. Why hasn't anyone just been like, "Well, Adam did it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lose Adam's all pulled of it off. Hair. Great, he's very <laughs> successful. <laughs> that's good. I'm gonna try it, Adam. Lose it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Adam made it. Easy. The, yeah, that's other than that, not not totally though. I'd like to be the crypto friend. The cryptocurrency. You are our crypto. Uh, yeah, you're number friend. one Bitcoin guy. <laughs> I, I am exactly. That's my new. Well, handle. Billy's done Bitcoin. <laughs> Billy's Kaviri no, at number one Bitcoin guy. Exactly. We did the I'm still right podcast. Podcast, yes. Uh, hosted by Luke Kelly Klein yep. a week ago. And um, afterwards, he was like, so tell me more about cryptocurrency. And I was like, <laughs> I could tell you or you could just buy some and then we could start talking about it. Yes. That night, he bought seven Litecoins. He at, did? Yep. Bill. And in two days, <laughs> it tripled. And I was just like, so, so yeah. these things are good right yeah, now. Yeah, they're good right now. Yeah, so wow. let me be the crypto friend. Yes. But that said, I'll bankrupt half. So how Lucas long are you going to go? How long? Oh, I'm very <laughs> You just sold some yeah. Litecoins, buddy. <laughs> so what is, what is the drawback that it just could crash and burn and sure. we all get Sure, much like it? any other stock. It's like a stock. Yeah, except yeah. that this is like a little harder to define what it is. Apparently, you know, I'm not going to try. Future money. Sound like an so idiot. when are you going to sell? Um, I have a number that if my profit point reaches like okay. like five hundred percent of what I put in, I sell. Get out. Cut to next year. Billy is the leading Litecoin advisor. Well, Amir really of the did. comedy community. Yeah, yeah, Amir really did buy uh, Bitcoin like years ago, yeah. and now he is in one of these positions where he's like, "Oh shit, I have a lot of money right now. What is the end game for this Bitcoin thing?" And it's like it's a, it's a fascinating thing to kind of yes. pick. Yeah. No one knows. Yes. No. It's just fun to look at the graphs and not the tweets. Yes, right. But just, at least the Bitcoin factory can explode yes that's true <laughs> yeah, that, you know? exactly right but there it's are like arlo might be living in a world of exclusively bitcoin <laughs> well, this is what exclusively we cryptocurrency yeah. well you know right. i was having this conversation with friends of mine and it's like when our parents start talking about cryptocurrency that's when i know i made a right decision today yeah right you know what i mean because it feels like there's certain inevitable remember when everyone's like when my parents get on facebook exactly you know what i mean and now our parents are all on facebook that's right that's part of the reason you gotta get out you know parents on facebook. <laughs> yeah that's why you gotta look at the graphs on exactly no, and now, lucas you are one of the parents that's the now thing. I'm now you are yeah, the parent on, on Facebook. <laughs> my 
dad's dad. on there posting about his comedy show. <laughs> he's on Baby Book. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my yes. dad ever joined Baby Book. <laughs> yeah, I am I getting off this so, so fast. Uh, Lucas, at what age, let's just project far too far into mm-hmm, the future, mm-hmm. at what age will you permit Arlo to have a cell phone? I know that's a random oh, parental question. I, I just, know that you probably, you're trying to push it. it as far as but we're you know you're trying to push the iPad yes. as far as possible because even like me holding my phone near him yeah his eyes even no matter what I'm doing well, just the, the screen toy. just the oh screen. that's the shiniest toy yes of course and it's just you see the you see the pull so yeah. fast right yeah and it's just like oh I have to watch out even having a screen like. When I'm not even doing things that he would enjoy. In the proximity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I try to I, – I honestly think – because I, I live next door to some some teens. Yeah. Oh, their parents. Dad. Are, yeah. The house next door to our house. The teen, There's some teens there. But they're like cool teens. <laughs> yes, this is they're a sad like road artsy. movie I didn't see. <laughs> We're in a, a fight. A yeah. fight to the finish. There's some artsy teens next door and their parents are like artists and they're like these artsy cool teens. And cool. none of them have cell phones. And the one that does has a flip, and they're like eighteen, seventeen. I'm like, well, maybe some cool. What do they have? No friends. No friends. (laughs) No, they seem like cool teens. Yeah, but they're like hanging out, not using cell phones. Yeah, maybe the future is the cell phone regression. I wonder if the pendulum, yeah, might swing back the other way, where it's like we become so tech saturated that maybe, yeah, like old, like vintage cell phones become the cool thing. Like, yeah, we just become the cell phones, guys. We We are the the cell phones. phones. We'll just become the cell phones if we want to hold them anymore. We'll just take on a lot of brain. Yeah. Yes. We'll we'll, we'll become the cell phones. Yeah, we will become that. Do you have any reservation about Arlo being a cell phone robot child? Um, No, I'm looking forward to the day when he becomes a physical embodiment of a cell phone person. Um, I'm gonna, we're going to keep peppering you with questions. Right, let's do so, it. Can Arlo play in the uh, NFL if he shows promise? Never. Never. Not NFL. Of all, thi- of all things. No what, football. No football, period. Hell no. No football. No. Any other restrictions? What a parent would let their kid play what football What if he has an amazing point? arm? That's like an amazing... Guess quarterback? Because yeah. quarterbacks ain't getting that CT. Okay. Uh... I don't know, man. What if he's 6'4", like 275? What's he doing with this size? 6'4"? He is a fat baby. He's in the, he's in the Six, 90th percentile of fat. Big you boy. have an offensive lineman oh, on your yeah. hands. <laughs> Can't do it. What? No, no 6'4", football. 275? See, they're all dying. 6'6", yeah. 330. Players. What if he's 6'6", 330? Then he's a fat archaeologist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no football, man. Hockey. You can't Ice make your kid. Sure. What? Yeah. <laughs> they're allowed to punch themselves in the face. Yeah, but they're not dying of brain diseases. Fair. Like, Fair. Uh, what was, uh, like, 99% of ex-football players have CTE yeah, or something insane? But what about the great. size and the big hits? Are you yeah. letting your kid play football? Ice hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Only. Only. Only hockey. I make my plans play I hope he now. plays in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Or baseball is good. Uh, right. Yeah. Will you guide child into sport? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love sport. You grew it? up with sport? Yeah. yeah. Oh, big time. Team sports? Team sport. Yeah. Uh, Your parents guided you into sport? Yeah. I would yeah. say like they played, you know, we played catch. We did yeah. the thing. My dad coached Little League. Yeah. It was like a, a thing. And it I was think such, Little League is great. It was yeah. such a great social integration for yes, me. And best. to have group goals. I never had a group goal before team sports. Yeah. And you don't know if you suck at them for a little while, sure. I yeah. feel like. I right. mean, everyone kind of sucks. Right. There's maybe like yeah. you know, five, six, seven. Yes, you're exactly. Like, but it's, it's, a, it's a great little micro community. Yeah. You know, and it like just brings familiarity, even practices. You could suck. Who cares? You still yeah. see the same 18 people like twice a week. It's so exactly. fun. Like, That's right. I played in a Maccabee uh, sports league, which was a very Jewish, like Orthodox. Oh, yeah. And I'm not even very religious. <laughs> For some reason, it was the local. It was in New York. And I just here. remember my coach was in L.A. Okay. My coach was a rabbi. Oh, and his son Moisha. Yep. And I just remember him screaming, Moisha! 
Moshe. Like that's my memory. Of it passed League. the playground screen yeah. test. <laughs> How was the yeah. team? We were good. Really? Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. a ball. It was a good, good little league uh, Maccabee sports. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And soccer Maccabee. Yes. Yeah. Adam, is there anything you would prohibit your future child from doing? I mean, football, I would have some reservations about that. Anything like to... But you uh, wouldn't say absolutely no. I think I might say absolutely no. Yeah. I think I might say absolutely no. What if they show... No. What if they really want to? I, it would be a struggle. It would right. be... Then, then... Guide them away from it. You just, would, you just guide them away from away. it. I yeah, would yeah. veer away. Um, but like, yeah, I think that really... Anything they want to do other than that... I mean, at this point, football get... is like... If you want to be like a free climber on mountains, Yikes. you know, it's, it's, it's so that dangerous. Your risk is kind of wild, yeah. Would Boxing, you let your kid be a free climber on <laughs> yeah. dangerous mountains? Really yes, want to I would. Yes. <laughs> Just looking for a juicy Finally. answer. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm encouraging it. Well, I mean, that is a wild experience, though. Like, my parents were so, so good at uh, just letting me kind of just explore and yeah. find it. Yeah. You know, they guided me the best they could, but, like, their interests also guided mine. My mom's an actress, so I was just in theaters a lot. Yeah. You know, and that's, like, such a fascinating thing. Like, your parents actually were on the podcast, and they talked about helicopter parents. Yes. How they can kind of just, like, hover over and stuff. That's right. And how you just kind of give space to your kids as yeah. they grow. It's Were your parents not helicopter parents? No, they, they weren't, really. They yeah. weren't. I mean, like, they had helicoptery, nervous, mildly overprotective instincts, but they let us be, I think, for yeah, the most part. I, I would say so. Yeah. Same I think point. it's so cool that Maggie grew up here in L.A., and she grew up with actor parents and, like, actor grandparents. And for me, with, like, school teacher parents and, like, working class pickle salesman grandparents, it was a trip to be like, oh, parents can be actors and artists. And it's just a trip right. to me to think that Arlo yeah. is growing up with yes. like, two actor-writer parents. That so, is like, very that's cool. what he's going to know. That's, that's his, cool. his default understanding of what parents are, what a parent job is, is show actor yeah. Yeah. parent. The beauty of showbiz. Yeah. Oh, I love the it. The business we love. Yes. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and your wife Aubrey is going down to San Diego to do a play and yeah. going to take Arlo with her. Yeah. And, like, and now he's in the theater. Actor. Actor. Yeah, he's exactly. in the theater. Like, uh, he's going to see that theater. He's going to seep into his bones, yeah. just uh, like yeah. your fatigue. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like my sweet fatigue. <laughs> um, that is the episode, boys. What a dream. With a new dream. dad, Lucas Kavner. Yeah. Thanks for doing Children. this, Kav. Have a baby. Have one. <laughs> All right. I guess we're all dads now. <laughs> have a baby. Get some Bitcoin. Yeah. For the no <laughs> What have we learned? <laughs> Sleep more <laughs> to prepare yeah, yeah. and buy a Litecoin. Or seven. For the No Joke Podcast today, our guest was Lucas Kavner. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast.